Welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Day three of what we're calling Radio Row at Home, bringing you big names, big guests from all across sports, entertainment, and otherwise. Joining us now, as he does every single Wednesday at this time, it's ESPN Radio host Freddie Coleman. You can check him out. It's beginning tonight at 9 p.m. right here on WDEV. Freddie, how are you? The home-based Radio Row Super Bowl show starring Brady Farkas and Freddie Coleman. I think I like it. <laughs> I like the sound of that, too, and it's great to have you on as it is every single week. How are you enjoying your virtual Radio Row? I know you've been making the rounds as a guest on a number of shows this week. Yeah, it's been pretty cool to do something like that because more than ever before in pandemic nation and pandemic world that we live in, Brady, you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to adjust. So the fact that people have been able to do that and also, I give a lot of credit to the National Football League. We have not lacked any news items, even though Radio Row Super Bowl week has been virtual because we've gotten a lot of press in terms of what Tom Brady's had to say, Rob Gronkowski's had to say. We've gotten a lot of good things, even though it's been a completely different Super Bowl week slash Radio Row in 2021. You know, you made the case on your show, I think it was on Monday, you said the Pats need to go all in for Deshaun Watson now. Lay out your case as to why you think so. Well, here's the deal if you're the New England Patriots, because as we saw for 20 years, Brady, one of the things about that organization was anytime they had a misstep or anytime they did not hit on a player, they had number 12 that could overcome all those transgressions when it comes to Tom Brady, what he did for 20 years, leading in the nine Super Bowls and six Super Bowl championships. you got a guy like Deshaun Watson, I believe, has the same kind of ability that no matter what you do, he's going to find a way to make it work. It was a disastrous situation last season for the Houston Texans, but don't blame Deshaun Watson. He played his butt up and played like an elite quarterback should by upping his level and everybody else's level on the offensive side. If you're able to get a guy like that who you know is going to have an immense amount of respect the minute he entered that organization and that locker room and you put pieces around him, not saying you're going to have another Tom Brady 2.0 or Tom Brady Part 2 in New England, but all of a sudden your future looks a lot brighter because if you don't have a quarterback, if you don't have a quarterback that everybody believes in, you have what we saw from the New England Patriots in 2020, a team that almost, 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 but never was able to get over the hump. You know, we saw the price to acquire Matthew Stafford, and I get it. Part of that was to get rid of Jared Goff also. But what do you realistically think that the price for Watson is? Can the Patriots even afford that price? The Patriots can afford it. The question is, do they want to? Because they're not in the habit of trading away their gold coins, known as draft picks, for somebody that I believe was worth it. I believe Deshaun Watson is worth it three number ones and maybe a second-round pick because a guy like that, a quarterback like that, does not come around often. And when you have a chance to go get that guy to really get things back on track for your organization, you have to investigate that. you got to say, hey, we know we're mortgaging the future, but this guy's going to make our future a lot better, especially put pieces around him in free agency or whatever draft choice we are able to make, even though we won't have any number one. But Brady, you're right. The New England Patriots, they are very a, they are a very fiscal-minded organization. They always have been and they always will be. They're not willing to part with draft picks, even though I think more than ever before, especially in 21st century football, you should be all in on the guy that does not want to be in Houston anymore, even though they don't want to trade him. You may have to wild them just a little bit to make sure they may say, you know what, he's not going to be happy here. It's going to be a distraction. Let's see how much we can get for him this way. He can move on, and we can move on. The quarterback carousel is spinning, and it's at least led me to this conclusion. The NFL offseason is becoming very, very fun. You know, I used to think baseball had the best offseason because it was the whole winter. It was the hot stove league. But the NFL is getting better. The NBA has got at least a great weekend. Which offseason do you like best? 
it's a tie between the NFL and the NBA. And the reason we're talking about the NFL all season this year is because the potential with so many quarterbacks to change teams. More often than not, in an NFL all season, you have a free agent signing here and there. But more often than not, they usually lock up quarterbacks if you believe you have the guy that can be your quarterback. And at times, we've seen teams overpay for those deals. We saw the Rams do it with Jared Goff. We saw the Eagles do it with Carson Wentz. The NBA, they always have that kind of drama, especially right after July 1st when you can actually sign players. And then you get the big sign. We had Kawhi Leonard doing this and Kevin Durant doing that. So the NBA still had to lead in the NFL. But if we believe what's going to happen this offseason, Brady, that so many different quarterbacks are going to have new addresses in 2021. This offseason, I believe, has already gotten started with the Stafford golf trade involving the Lions and the Rams. It is going to be immense how much the NFL landscape changed based on how many quarterbacks will have to go to different teams or be forced to go to different teams because of trades or because the teams don't want them anymore. For example, the Rams when it comes to Jared Goff. Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio host. You can check him out tonight at 9 p.m. right here on WDEV. And he's with us as always on the Brady Farkas Show right here at uh, his usual Wednesday time slot. You know, Rodney Harrison was talking yesterday. He said that if the Pats brought back Cam Newton, it would be doing the players there a disservice. Basically, bringing in a lesser player that you know is a lesser player would hurt the guys who are on the roster. Do you agree with that way of thinking? He's completely right from that standpoint because, and that's no disrespect to Cam Newton, but we've seen the best of Cam Newton, and it wasn't in 2020. That's as good as it's going to get for you as the New England Patriots. He's not all of a sudden magically going to transform himself into a better quarterback in 2021. Right now, he's a depreciating player when it comes to playing the quarterback position. So I'm with Rodney Harrison on that because they like Cam Newton in that locker room, in that locker room, excuse me, but they don't like him like him enough to say, yeah, we can win with that guy. Those days are doing that a long pass because even if you put great weapons around Cam Newton, he is never going to be the accurate passer. And his basic success is going to be predicated on running the football, which got him an MVP and got the Carolina Panthers to a Super Bowl. But more than ever before in 21st century football in the National Football League, you got to have an accurate quarterback. And at times we saw it, and most of the time we didn't see it. So Rodney Harrison, I believe, is spot on with that, Brady. You can't bring him back because I think that sends a terrible message to everybody in that locker room that you're going to settle for being 7-9 and 8-8 eight and, eight and not a team that can compete in the AFC and compete with the powers in the AFC led by Kansas City and everybody else. You know, former Pats wide receiver Danny Amendola is making the rounds on virtual media Radio Row, and he says the Patriot way is the Tom Brady way. It has nothing to do with Belichick. Now Ty Law claps back on ESPN this morning and says it's really the old guard of the Patriots, like him and Willie McGinnis that started the Patriots way. Are we far too concerned with who gets the credit? Can't we just share the credit in the Patriots' success? Well, other people have been far too concerned with it because they think that makes great copy and makes it a great narrative. But there's no way the New England Patriots would have had that success if you only had one Tom Brady or one Bill Belichick. Both of those two complemented each other extremely well. Give Bill Belichick enough foresight to say, man, we got a quarterback here in Tom Brady that we believe that we can win with this guy and compete a lot better. And he moved on from Drew Bledsoe midway through the season after he got hurt and put Tom Brady in the lineup. And Drew Bledsoe never got his job back after getting injured against the New York Jets. But he definitely lucked into Tom Brady. When you get a six-round pick and he turns into the greatest quarterback of all time, you could not have said that, man, we knew this was going to happen. If you knew that was going to happen, why did you pass on him the first five rounds of the NFL draft if you're New England Bill Belichick? But there's no way the New England Patriots would have had that kind of success, Brady, if they didn't have both of those guys together. You can say about Patriot way this and Patriot way that. You have one of the seminal figures in the history of the National Football League, and you had a coach that's going to go down one of the greatest of all time. It was a perfect marriage that nobody saw coming because 
Nobody thought the Patriots were going to do this, especially the way that Bill Belichick left the New York Jets when they wanted him to be their head coach, and he's only did it for one day. So the narrative sounds good for people that want to choose sides. There's no side to choose in this one. Both of those two did extremely well together. They complemented each other extremely well. And Tom Brady just wanted a different challenge, and that was the end of that in New England. And that's why Freddie is our guy, Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio host, tonight, 9 p.m. I'll get you out of here on two questions. And I hope I'm asking this question right, because in the NFL, when a quarterback has even subpar weapons, if they're paid really highly, we just assume they need to overcome all the other limitations and they need to elevate everybody around them. So I'm watching the, the Celtics last night and they're playing the Warriors and Steph goes off for 38, but the Warriors lose and they're 11 and 10. Steph doesn't have the weapons around him that he used to, but it doesn't feel like I'm hearing any pushback on Steph. So why are NFL quarterbacks held to this standard that other players aren't in other sports? The main difference is that in the NBA, one player can really transform a team, especially you only need four other guys to help you. But if you have a bad man like Steph Curry, but you don't have a Robin and Klay Thompson, people are going to say you can't push back on Steph because you can only raise a certain level. But that guy's a legitimate future Hall of Fame when it comes to Klay Thompson. You're going to feel that effect if he's not part of your basketball team. That's going to be a lot more magnified than, let's say, you lose an offensive lineman and you have a great quarterback. We've seen Patrick Mahomes, for example, lose four offensive linemen since the beginning of this season, including two since the AFC Championship game versus the Buffalo Bills. But he is so magical, and there are other pieces you can fit in and have other weapons out there that he's able to overcome that. It's a lot easier. It's not easy, but it's a lot easier to do that if you're an elite quarterback and everybody else is raising their level than to do that if you're an elite point guard in the NBA. As great as Steph Curry is, we've seen this greatness before from him, but he didn't have those required pieces where you can't beat people as a one-man person. It's a lot harder to do that in the NBA than it is in the National Football League. That's why the Steph Curry should not get any pushback as far as I'm concerned. It's one thing if he had this kind of team and they were raising up and then he's not able to raise their low to a certain point, they're not going to send a pushback. You take a Clay Thompson from anybody's basketball team and you're not going to be the same basketball team. You take a Steph Curry from anybody's basketball team and you're not going to be the same basketball team. And by the way, let's give the Boston Celtics credit. Their stars played a lot better than the one star, and when you have three guys that can play that well against one, is going to beat one every time unless they score 100 points in the game. Steph Curry is great, but Brady, he's not that great to do that and overcome Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kimball Walker and what they did for the Celtics last night. All right, Radio Row is all about getting big-name guests on, so I'm asking every guest this week, who is the biggest name drop in your phone? The best contact in your phone is who, Freddie? The best contact in my phone, boy, that's... That's a good one because I got a decent amount of contacts in my phone. I'm going to answer it this way. I'm not going to put that person's name out there because there's somebody out there that is really a worldwide figure, but I want to keep that to myself and keep that in my phone. All right. Well, so now I'm trying to think, does Freddie know rock stars, presidents? I don't know who Freddie knows, but now I'm going to, I'm trying to investigate in my own <laughs> mind here. So, Freddie, man, we appreciate it. Enjoy the game. We will talk to you again next week. Sounds good, Brady. Enjoy the week as well, and I'll talk to you next week.